Hi, friends. I want to do it. What? What (laughs) Oh my God. Are we about to say the same thing? Because I was like, we should do an ASMR episode where it's like, hello, friends. Hello, welcome. (laughs) Tapping. Um, No, I was, I want to do a compilation. not a video. It would be like a soundbite of just like our intros. Cause they're usually always like, hi. And then it's hi friends. <laughs> Keep or it consistent. End of, uh, end of season two. Maybe if I can figure out how that would be kind of cute to do that. Oh, I love that. But yeah, y'all ASMR is the best. I love that. <laughs> it's it's kind of good, but also then it, it grates on me. I'm like, no, and then I have to turn it off. <laughs> Stop it. Stop doing my makeup. I didn't ask you to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Are we closing out? We are closing out dating. Wow. We did it. Wow. I know it's exciting. I cannot believe it. September has flown by. Yes. Freaking me out. Um, but that just means October's around the corner and I'm super excited for all the pumpkins. <laughs> we love a good pumpkin patch. I love pumpkins y'all. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, I hope you can't hear the noise outside because Chicago decided to be very loud today. So hopefully this mic is doing her job. Um, but here we go. This is a really beautiful quote. Um, it kind of makes me emotional just reading it. Um, mm. but, uh, It is every broken heart has screamed at one time or another. Why can't you see who I truly am? Mm -hmm. And that was by Shannon L. Alder. Um, Great first name, by the way. (laughs) Really love it. Beautiful choice. Kudos to your parents. Um, (laughs) But I, I just, it just makes my heart hurt and also feel like, validated you know just like yeah "Yeah, why can't you see who I truly am oof how does that make you feel I think that's the ultimate question like as humans can we ever truly see who someone else is because we can't see inside each other's minds and so it's like honestly that has been my number one question and like thing I've sought and like thing I've asked about love is like what is fair to ask of someone? Is it fair to ask someone to love you how you want to be loved Mm. all the time? Or is it fair to let someone love you how they express love? Or is it a combination of the two? Because, and I'm not just talking about romantic love. I'm, I'm talking about the 20, the two, two decades of therapy that I've been to (laughs) where I've very, you know, um, passionately and vehemently asked when will my family love me how I want to be loved why can't they love me how I want to be loved and I had to literally this is the only thing that helped me is when my therapist looked at me and it's like what if they never do Mm. what if they never do what are you going to do about it and I was like oh shit then I have to accept that and I still have to love them and they're still going to keep loving me the only way they know how yeah And that is the human condition. It's like, am I going to accept that love 
Or am I going to be still angry at them because they're not loving me? Like I'm literally, my broken heart is screaming. Why can't you see who I truly am? That's what I'm literally screaming at the world every day. And it's like, when someone does see you for who you truly are, I think there are those like special moments that someone glimpses and they, they reflect it back to you. And those are really special moments. Yeah, Yeah. no, that's beautiful. I think, you know, and, and it's so easy to say this, um, it's a communication to like in a relationship. Mm. I mean, like you said, we're never, I don't feel like we're ever truly ourselves. Yeah. Maybe when we're alone. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But even with your, your loved one or ones or how many people there are, Mm -hmm. like you're a different version of yourself with everybody. I feel like. Right. Um, Right. And so it's, it's understanding that, you know, through communication, maybe with your loved one, you can say like, I, I need this. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I want this. I need this. These are, this is how I function in a relationship, but it's a two-way street, right? Like, yeah. If if your partner doesn't reciprocate that, Mm -hmm. that's not how they love. And it it is like you said, like, well, do you make that work? Or you, do you continue to look for the person that loves just the way that you love? You know, I, I don't have an answer for that, but it's, it's a curious question. It really is. Yeah. Um, to think that maybe no one will ever see you for who you truly are. How can they? Cause I mean, I feel like we are always evolving. Yeah. Like I have, I have my core self. Yeah, that's true. But me now is not the same me from 10 years ago. Oh my God. That's that's a different Stacy. My, my thought process is different. The way I do my voice is different. My body's different. My mind is evolved. Like we're constantly changing. So yeah, there will be parts of you that are always the same, but I feel like as an evolved human, you are always changing. So can you really know your truest self or do you only know your truest self in that moment? Yeah. And can you meet yourself there? And will someone else meet you there? Yeah. It just made me think of, uh, bridesmaids when, uh, (laughs) They're sitting at the tea and, and Kristen Wiggs like, no, I, I think we stay the same. And what's her name's like, yeah. oh, I think we're, I think we change. Yeah, I think we change. We change. Yeah. Uh, yes, but also we stay the same. <laughs> I love and it. Like, <laughs> it's true. Like part of us is still like that goofy little kid. And yeah. the other part of us is a person that is hopefully growing and changing every day, every year, every month. Yeah. You, know, you know, I'm super happy that I am not the same person I was 10 years ago. <laughs> oh God, me too. That girl had yeah. a lot of things. <laughs> you know what I was thinking about? Cause I actually recently took a Myers-Briggs personality test again, Ooh. because that also changes. Yeah. And I used to be a staunch Ian FP. Right. Yeah. And that is like Barack Obama, Oprah, extroverted. I'm telling you, I have turned into an introvert over the past five years. I am now an I in something JJ. There's an extra category now or something like I INFT. INFT. Yeah. And like, 
I, I was thinking about it and because they were saying the research now says extrovert versus introvert. It just, it's like what part of your life is louder, your outside world or your inside world? If your inside world is louder, then you're an introvert. Mm-hmm. And I'm God's honest truth. I cannot remember my inner voice prior to five years ago. Mm-hmm. Because I, my world was extroverted. I was living outside of myself. Yeah. There's a lot less stress in that part of the time, yeah. but now that I have my inner world, that's like the most important to me. And I'm introverted now because that is where I live is my inner world. And I have to bring myself out of that a lot of times to kind of interact in the external world now. And like, that is just such a huge shift in my thought process in my life. Yeah. Well, and I think for me, like I have been very introverted all of my life with, Mm -hmm the times that I have to force myself to be, um, out there when mostly when it has to do with like my art with theater. Yeah. Um, when I'm on stage, I am, I'm not introverted because I'm another character like, Mm, but the mm -hmm. moment I come off stage and I have to meet and greet people after the show, y'all, Oh my God, (laughs) so much. I understand it. And it's wonderful to, you know, mingle and network. Um, but I hate it. Like my entire body just wants to run for the door. Um, I used to love that shit when I was in high school. Like that was my favorite thing was after the show running towards the like entrance where you met your family and you met everybody and you got to like talk about how great you were in their show. (laughs) I like lived and breathed for that shit. I was very extroverted when I was younger, Mm. but as I got older, like not so much. So I live in my head. Like Mm. I'm always in here overthinking (laughs) every (laughs) Here I am. (laughs) And yeah, I'm in that now too. Yeah. And I have to, I have to understand, like people are not going to understand, people are not going to know how I want to be loved unless I speak about it and I talk about it or how Mm -hmm. I'm feeling. Like, I can't walk around with these feelings inside and not say anything because how is it going to, how nothing's going to happen because it's all yeah. in here. So I'm working really hard to be my truest self outside, but yeah. that's hard. Like that is so hard. It's so hard because like you said, communicating who you are out loud is very vulnerable. Yeah. There, Cause saying to people, Hey, I actually like this or I don't like this. Then you have to hear their opinion about it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't want your opinion about it, but it's because you put it out there that you're going to hear, you know, feedback on your life and your inner world is so sacred as an introvert. Your inner world is so sacred. You don't want feedback on it. No. And that's where the problem comes in because a lot of times people will get you. You'll either click with someone because of your inner world being outer now or not. And so, yeah, I agree. We're all just standing around screaming, whether quietly or loudly. Why can't you see me for who I really am? You know? Yeah. And, um, yeah. So I think like you said, like we wanted to talk about like our best relationship advice and advice we've heard from others mm-hmm. and maybe something that we're struggling with right now. And like for me, 
I'm struggling with that question that I talked about. It's just like, how much can I ask of someone to love me how I want to be loved? Like how fair or unfair is that to demand to be loved in a certain way when they are loving me in their way of loving? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I think, I think it's right. I think it's like, it has to be a conversation you have multiple times and you have to keep expressing your needs, but you also have to be open to to accepting love in other forms, Mm -hmm. to accepting love as it comes to you. Like, and yeah, that's what I'm struggling with because I'm very much standing on the precipice of the world screaming, love me how I want to be loved. (laughs) And like, it is my constant fear and struggle and desire. It is my number one thing that I think about and that I mourn and that I cherish and I mourn that I wasn't loved how I wanted to be loved as a child. And I mourn that I wasn't loved how I wanted to be loved as an adult. And like, those are the things that I mourn. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, how much of that should I let go? I don't know. That's my question. That's my personal struggle that I have now and constantly. Well, because you feel like you don't want to let all of it go because it's, it's helping you or not helping you, but it's, it's Mm. helping mold maybe your relationships as they come and how you communicate. Right. And like, how do you tell someone like, this is how I need to be loved based on all of the shit that I went through earlier. And now I know Mm -hmm. like, this is what I need to feel loved. Yeah. But also you don't want to carry all of that pain around with you forever because like that's a lot of baggage to just. (laughs) It's a lot of demands to have a particular way that you want to be loved. That's very demanding. But I also feel like there's a place for that. Like you can be a person that says I will be loved this way. Mm -hmm. And then you won't settle for anything less. Yeah. Yeah. And that can be a reality too. Well, and it's hard. I mean, for, I mean, for me personally, I, because as we've talked about, I was a late bloomer and Mm. just inundated with Disney movies and and rom-coms. So I didn't know how the fuck I wanted to be loved based on who I was. Like my thought process on love was like a happily ever after, you know, like (laughs) it's just like that the standards were so high. Yeah. (laughs) Like gold, gold standards. And if anybody on like my first meeting them did not fit those standards, I was like, well, Mm. I'm going to ghost your ass because that didn't (laughs) go how I thought it was going to go, you know? And so it took me a really long time to understand like what my love language was. Mm. And, you know, for me, my love language personally is I love to make people feel good. Like whether Mm. it's like through cooking or through, I love giving presents y'all either if it's something I made or it's something I found that's just like perfect for this individual. Like I love giving and I love seeing people happy. Mm -hmm. That's my love language for myself. It took really long time for me to understand that like little things are my love language. Like Mm -hmm. if I come home and Esteban has like done the dishes and taken out the recycling, y'all that's hot. Like that is (laughs) sexy. Like, and he, I mean, it's not like he doesn't do shit around the house. He definitely does. But like, 
just like effort for me mm-hmm. is really important. Or the other night he made dinner. I usually make dinner because it's my love language, like I said. Right. And I was just like sitting at the kitchen table, like, can I do something? Like, can I do something? <laughs> and he's like, no. And he like poured me a glass of wine and like made dinner. And I was like, can I cut the vegetables? And he's like, no. <laughs> like, I'm making dinner. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I, it's just, it's those little things for me that. I sometimes don't know what to do with myself because I'm like, but that's my right. love language. But you know, <laughs> it's it's really interesting. And I'm guess my advice for people, and I'm no expert, y'all. Like, just because I've been in a relationship for a while doesn't mean that I'm gr- good at it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I am learning and growing every day. Um, I some of the things that stand out for me advice wise are like the cheesy things that like old people say they're like never go to bed angry at one another (laughs) but like it's for reals like for me I I have to talk things out Mm. I cannot I wouldn't sleep like I would just like sit there and be like well fuck like (laughs) we're both not talking about this and I know we're both upset about it but like mm. talk to people like talk to your person speak your mind and yeah maybe they don't agree but sure. at least they know that this is yeah amazing. and you can work exactly. forward from that or you can't and now you know you and know, now like, you know yeah <laughs> um and communication I know I said this last time but communication is so important mm-hmm. and that's something that I had to really work on because I wasn't good at communicating my feelings I would just like explode with feelings and then like you don't know what the hell is going to happen after the explosion um (laughs) so uh yeah that's like just some some little advice pieces that I was thinking about when we were talking about like sharing relationship advice um is like just talk just talk. talk it out yeah no I agree actually there's like scientific research. I don't know if anyone's, if you want to, if you want to really study the science of relationships, the people in the forefront of that is the Gottman Institute. Hmm. And they have said that that is like one of the number one factors of a healthy relationship is the little things. Yeah. It's not the big things. It's not them buying you a car or y'all going on this crazy honeymoon. Like mm-hmm. it's literally every day. It's like, do they smile at you and say, good morning? Do they clean up the dishes? Do they do the laundry sometimes instead of you? Do they, you know, are they waiting for you? Like when you get home from work, like, you know, it's a little, it's a little everyday things that make up a solid foundation to a relationship because the big things will come and go, but it's the everyday little things that really make it up. And I don't know, like, I love love. I think I've said that many times. <laughs> I'm always thinking about love. I'm always thinking about relationships. I'm always thinking about like myself in the context of my relationships yeah. and like, how can I grow and like, where can this relationship go? And I think probably the, I'm just going to read this. This is one long quote, but it's from one of my favorite shows, Fleabag. Yes. And <laughs> the priest I love the priest character in Fleabag played by Andrew Scott. Love Andrew Scott. Um, He obviously didn't write this, but he performed it well Mm. at, uh, you know, 
flea bags, <laughs> uh, parent, her father's second wedding to her mm. new stepmom. And the priest was there and he was talking about love. And this is what he said. He said, love is awful. <laughs> it's awful. It's painful. It's frightening. It makes you doubt yourself, judge yourself, distance yourself from other people in your life. It makes you selfish. It makes you creepy. It makes you obsessed with your hair. It makes you cruel. It makes you say and do things you never thought you would do. It's all any of us want. And it's hell when we get there. So no wonder it's something we don't want to do on our own. Mm. Um, he said, I was taught if we're born with love, then life is about choosing the right place to put it. People talk about that a lot, feeling right. When it feels right, it's easy. But I'm not so sure that's true. It takes strength to know what's right. And love isn't something that weak people do. That is very true. Love isn't something that we people do. Being a romantic takes a hell of a lot of hope. <laughs> and I think what they mean is when you find somebody that you love, it feels like hope. Mm -hmm. And I literally cry when I read that. Mm -hmm. I cry when I think about it. I cry every time I watch it. I've rewatched that episode a number of times just to hear him say that speech because love is like hope. It is awful and it's weird and it makes you creepy and self-conscious and like do and say weird things. Yeah. And it's just like, no, you know, it's like all we think about is all we as humans think about is love and relationships and how to be loved and how to give love and how to receive love. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, it's like, that's why we do it together. Cause we're all learning together. Like we're all learning as we go. And nobody has a blueprint on how you should or can love. Oh, yeah. And when they say they do, they're a freaking liar because like, <laughs> it's scary. And it is, it does feel like hope. And the thing about hope is hope is also scary. Yeah, it is. You know, Brene Brown says it herself. She's like, the people think the thing people fear the most isn't fear. It's, it's love. It's hope. It's joy. Yeah, because it's the because, terror of being let down. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can come down from hope. You can come down from joy yeah. and it's like, it's okay. It's yeah. okay to come down and then go back up. It's okay to have hope and joy and come down and then go back. And like, that's what I think we're all just so judging of ourselves and others. And it's just like, only you can know what your relationship should and, and will be, because that's like you were saying, you have to communicate and you have to decide. Yeah. I think it's beautiful. And I think the main advice is like to truly love someone else, you have to love yourself and you mm -hmm. have to understand what that love means, what that looks like, mm -hmm. how you need it and how you can give it to somebody else. Like that communication, that conversation of like, this is what I need mm -hmm. is so important. And it's hard y'all talking about your needs are so it's so fucking hard. It's, yeah. just, it's so much easier to talk about like what you should do. And my therapist said uh, recently, she was like, your needs and your wants are incredibly important because I'm a list mm -hmm. person. I love lists and to-do lists. And I often make really long to-do lists and <laughs> don't get much done. And I keep saying like, well, I should, I should, I should. And she was like, well, stop shooting all over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's your needs and your wants. 
and the things you need to do, try to work on those. And then yeah. like, if you cross one of those off, then you are fucking killing it. Right. And your wants are important as well, because that makes us like human to like want things and like to need things. You have to mm-hmm. communicate that to people. Mm-hmm. So true. So true. And yeah, like you were saying, you might have a list of your wants and needs. And if you fulfill a few of them, focus on that, Mm -hmm. like stop focusing on the others that you didn't get to, or that, you know, like, I don't know. I just think we're so hard on ourselves and hard on other people. And I'm I'm the worst. Yeah. If you're constantly disappointed in yourself. (laughs) (laughs) that's not a good relationship. (laughs) Yeah. When I figure out, I'll let you know. (laughs) No, but I love talking about love. I love love. I love the hope of love. I, it takes, like he said, being a romantic takes a hell of a lot of hope and I am endlessly hopeful. I am a romantic and I do like in romantic terms and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So yeah, that's just me. (laughs) I I love it. I love that shit. Are you kidding me? The amount of rom-coms and romantic films and like books (laughs) and like, oh, it just, it fills me with so much joy. I'm the nerd for that shit. (laughs) Me too. Me too. (laughs) Yeah. I feel good. I feel like I didn't know if there was anything else that you wanted to, to share based on, based on the quotage. No, I'm glad we had our dating and love themed months. Mm-hmm. Um, and coming up next, um, as I was speaking about the grief I carry of love, like the grief I carry of not being loved, how I wanted to be loved as a child, like next up, we're talking about <laughs> grief and healing. So the next couple episodes are going to be about that. So stay tuned. I I'm honestly, I I'm excited about it. It's a weird thing to be excited about, but I feel like we're all, whether you've gone through something personal, um, through with loved ones or whatever, we've all experienced a version of grief (laughs) throughout Mm -hmm. the past few years. Um, and again, as you know, I like conversation. So I think it's good to talk (laughs) about that. You can't leave. I do too. Bottled up. Yeah. Nope. (laughs) Um, But I wanted to close this out with a uh, a way that Southern people say that they love you, Um, and one of them is, "I love you more than cornbread on Sunday." Ooh. I thought you were gonna say butter on cornbread. (laughs) There's one that says, "As long as I've got a biscuit, you've got half." Oh, I like that one. As long as I've got a biscuit, you've got half. <laughs> Which I don't know though, because I love biscuits. <laughs> you can't I have my biscuit. Too. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. So cute. That's so that is cute. really cute. Um, but yeah, so I just found like a bunch of them and they're so adorable, all of them. So I'm just going to keep saying them until they run out. Oh. Um, but thank you for going on this ride with us. Uh, as always, I'm no expert in relationships. So, you know, take everything <laughs> I say with a grain of salt, but you know, I feel like we're all experts in some kind of relationship in a way, cause we're living yeah. every day. So advice is never 
bad. I am hella researched. Like I have done so much research. So no, I'm not a relationship expert, but I can tell you some shit. Like receipts. I got receipts (laughs) y'all. There is such thing as bad advice. So scratch that. I said earlier, no advice is bad. That's a lie. There is bad advice. (laughs) No, there's definitely bad advice, (laughs) but we will never give you that. No, we're giving you the good stuff. (laughs) Y'all right. Y'all I, uh, I love you. Like a possum loves a June bug. So (laughs) I cannot wait to uh, dance into October and talk about uh, some grief and healing. Amazing. And healing. Yes. Well, Shani, you've got half my biscuit. So (laughs) I'll make you a whole basket of biscuits. A basket of (laughs) damn. That's a lot of love. (laughs) All right. Until next time, friends. Bye.